0: together i am your host tara tucker and um we have our co-host shakitha
1: hello everyone
0: and our co-host india
1: hey everybody
0: and our special guest hanifa hey guys hello hello so guys, we want to welcome you back to another uh, episode of Going Higher Together. Initially, I didn't know if we would do it because it's the holiday and Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays, by the way. But many of you are home. Everyone is not out doing last minute shopping and you can watch it on the replay. So why not go ahead? So thank you for joining us, those who are watching live and those who are watching on the replay. Remember, we like you to join the conversation. If you have questions, put them in the chat box. If you have comments add them to the chat box and uh we will showcase your comment if you are on facebook please give stream yard permission uh to use your name god bless you kiki give Streamyard <laughs> permission to use your name so that we can see who's commenting unless you want to um incognito i almost said incognito lord help me <laughs> so thank you guys again um in true going higher together fashion we will pray before we start and when we end this is episode 37 and again thank you for joining us if you will all bow your heads or close your eyes um silence your mind and let's usher in the Holy thank you father hallelujah and thank you glory to your name lord jesus father we bless you and thank you we honor you for this day father we come before you in humility we thank you for allowing us to be before your people again we don't take it lightly we just glorify you hallelujah we glorify you because you're so good we thank you for allowing us to see this day father Right now, Lord, we just ask that you let your spirit rest rule and abide with us on this broadcast, Father. We ask that you decrease us so that you increase, Father. We ask you to go um, weave yourself into this broadcast, Father, because there are people who are watching it live and will watch on the replay, and you know what they need, Father. Let us say something encouraging that will... spark something in them so that they know the next move they should make father or that's something they can identify with to help them become unstuck father we thank you and bless you father we love you father so much father and just be with all the the, the listeners uh the ones who are watching now and those on the replay be with them open their ears to hear and receive father what the spirit is saying father let them <laughs> Uh, eat the meat and spit out the bones I say that all the time Even when it comes to what we're talking about Father, let us not do anything uh, For vain glory, Father But just for your glory, Lord And we love you, we thank you, we appreciate you In Jesus' name, amen
1: Amen Amen.
0: Yes, yes, yes So, I am really excited You guys, this is um, An amazing topic, and I'm going to tell you How it came about Hanifa, if a lot of you don't know Hanifa is my best friend Um, And I we have such amazing conversations like we really do. And sometimes it's like we need to be recording our conversations because like we really have some great conversations and we were talking about unstuck. We were like talking about reasons, you know, we were unstuck. I mean, we were stuck at times and how how we got unstuck and different. things. And I was like, oh, that should be a show. And then I talked about uh, we were talking about it in relation to career because she has a master's in human resources and her area um, of expertise is uh, human resources and and helping people in the job field, the career field and things like that. She's really good at that. So I'm like, so let's talk about it in that respect as well, because there are many people who are trying to switch careers. They may want to start businesses. You know, maybe you can give them some tips, things like that. And she's also a woman of God, you know, so it's a lot to unpack. And then I know I've been stuck. Um, I, I know India, Kiki, have something that they can share along this line. And I just want to open it up by saying, being stuck is like being um, at the threshold, like just I'm looking at my door. Oh, and you guys can see I don't have a green screen this time, no pixelation because it's just my house. <laughs> OK, so being stuck is like being at the threshold. So you're tired of the old you're sick of it. I'm sick of the old. I'm sick of the everyday. I'm sick of this relationship. I'm sick of whatever, you know, but you're scared of the new because it's unknown. You know, the unknown is scary. So you're tired of the old, you're scared of the new. What do you do? Many times people do nothing. They just stay in the situation they're in and they just complain. You know, that's just one instance. I'm not generalizing. Um, So let's talk about that. And so the first question, and we're always we're going to start with Hanifa, but also India, Kiki, you guys can chime in. Um, But we want to ask the question. Why do we get stuck after major changes and challenges like in your opinion? Like, why do we get stuck? And I'm going to ask you, Hanifa.
2: Well, first off, I just want to say thank you so much, guys, for the opportunity to um, speak and join you ladies. Like, it's so awesome and a privilege, Um, and I do have my notes right here, so I will be glancing over them um, just to make sure that I hit all the points that I want to hit, and you may even see me write some notes, but um, I think a few things that allow us to become stuck um, can just be... Primarily, the number one reason is fear, fear, fear of- You're stuck right now.
0: Am I stuck? Is my screen was, stuck? But let me tell you how funny it was because you said it and then you were stuck. And it was like, we didn't plan that, y'all, but it was really cool, okay, go ahead.
2: <laughs> it's fear, it's, it's fear of failing, um, it's fear of falling, it's fear of um, letting people down, mm-hmm. It's it's so much. Um, but the number one reason is fear. And then you have subtopics under fear. So you have um, rejection. You, um, you know, feel like you're not good enough. You feel, you feel like your ideas aren't worthy. Um, you don't have anybody to uh, support you or to validate uh, what you think. Um, another thing would be lack of motivation it's really hard to do something if you're not motivated to do it. And we all know every year we try to do our uh, new year's resolutions. And the number one resolution is to try to lose weight or eat healthy. And and at first it works, you know, you're really motivated, but then as the, the, the months go on and time goes on, you're like, oh, uh, I'll, I'll work out when I work out. So mm-hmm. that motivation starts to decrease. Um, but motivation is a big one too. So it's a lot of different things um, and reasons why we get stuck. And then we get complacent. And once you get in that cycle of complacency, it's really hard to get out. And I'm not talking about being content. So I, I want everybody to understand that it's a difference um, in being content, being happy, being good with where you are. Um, I know this show is called Going Higher. Um and we want to go higher in so many different things. We want to go higher in the Lord. We want to go higher in careers. We want to go higher in building good relationships. But sometimes, you're just supposed to be right where you are and just be rested and be still. So I'm not talking about being content. But I'm talking about being complacent where you want to go higher and you can't and you don't understand why. So that's the conversation that we're talking about today. Not dismiss it being content because I'm content in a lot of areas in my life, but in other areas, I want to go higher, so.
0: Wow, that's good. Any comments on that, Honeyflower or India?
2: Oh, Kiki or India? <laughs>
0: oh, Kiki or Kiki or India?
3: Kiki or India? Well, I'll just say that I agree that fear is probably a big one. Um, and then not, and also like fear feeling failing, you know, fear of falling, but simply like the fear unknown. Like most people don't like to know, or like to not know what's gonna happen. So that's a big one. Um, motivation is a big one as well. I heard, I remember I, I heard somebody ask someone that was like, well, they seem to be very motivated. Like, how do you keep your motivation going? How do you keep it? And they're just kind of like, well, I don't feel like doing this stuff all the time. What I have is discipline. Like I discipline myself to continue and move forward. And I discipline myself and force myself to move forward forward because no one has nobody's motivated all the time. Um, but for me, I think fear is like a major one. And obviously, and like Hanifa said, fear kind of breaks off into like little uh subtopics because I feel like it produces different symptoms, I guess, if you will, um, from fear, but I will say my thing is fear. That's anything,
0: uh, Kiki. I think she's frozen. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. And I also want to throw in lack of information or lack of education about a particular topic or a place that you feel like you're supposed to be or a skill you have, or you may want to get or something you may know how to do, but you don't know how to get there. So um, I wrote down education without application leads to frustration because sometimes you can have the education, but you don't do anything with it. So now you're frustrated because your life isn't changing because you have all this knowledge, but you're not doing absolutely anything no execution whatsoever um on the flip side you may have the you may not have the education but you want to do something so you have no information and you're like how do i do it how do i do it and you still it may go back to fear you may be afraid to even ask for help to seek out the information and now you're still stuck you know and um i want to discuss it in light of in light of that but also in light of having a major change or challenge because you can have a death in your family and that can have you stuck. you can lose your job, that can have you stuck. you can um, you can be in a, a bad relationship that you know you need to get out of that can have you stuck, you know and you just don't know what to do. Hey Tracy, you just don't know what to do. you know so there's so many variables to why we are stuck. And what we wanna do is not only explore those, but help people get unstuck, give them some solutions as to what they can do practically. Uh, Does anyone have a comment on what I just said pertaining to um, lack of education and lack of information and on the flip side, having education, but no application?
2: Anyone? I just wanna say that's a lot of shuns uh, <laughs> all of that, that's a lot. The education, the application, the frustration, all of the shuns, that's that's a lot. But um it's so true. Like you know, you can you can have book smarts or book education, but you, then you can also have street education. And mm-hmm. um you know, because you know so much. And I use I'll use my mom as an example. My mom was just one of the most intelligent women I know just hands down. She knew so much. Um, She wasn't a college graduate, you know, and I always would think like, dang, I just wish her life would have been different because she could have been this, she could have been that and she could have been this, but it was so many different challenges, major challenges in her life where she just became stuck. And so even though she was just this brilliant woman, you know, you can be in situations you know you know for the majority of your life and then you look up and you're like dang i didn't think it was going to be like this so um it's you need somebody to first and foremost you need god to pull mm-hmm. you up that's number one mm-hmm. <laughs> but also on top of that you need people to help pull you out and you need mm-hmm. to tell people that you need help like listen I don't know what I want to do with my life. It's like the the only time we ask that question is when people about to graduate from high school. So, what do you want to be when you grow up? But we put so much emphasis on that to where you think like if I don't have a goal or a set career in my head by the time I'm 18, then I'm I'm worthless. You know, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? But You can do 5, 10, 15 things in a lifetime. You know, just because you don't have that one um Job figured out, it doesn't mean your life is worthless. So you can get stuck, freshly coming out of high school because you have no idea mm-hmm. who you are, what you want to be, and people put so much pressure on you to be something. So, um, yeah, it's 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 a lot. Yeah, for sure.
3: Can I say something <laughs> too? Um, is maybe too much information <laughs> right. or too much other bad? Because what's that saying? Um, jack of all trades, but master of nothing. Like you just know all these things, but you never like put into like, you never use them. Like you don't, you don't use anything. Like I know sometimes people will say like, you know, master one thing and move over to the next because Sometimes you can be good at a lot of things, but when you're trying to juggle so many things in so many areas, you leave yourself open. So you never can really like attack like one thing full on. So I think that sometimes we um, might have a little bit too much information and too much education, or we need to like hone in on one thing because some mm-hmm. people are just actually creative or they're just thirsty for knowledge. So they're like, Oh, I'm gonna do this. Okay. Now I'm gonna start this. Now I'm gonna start that. I'm one of those people sometimes, but you have to like, zero in on one thing and honestly that can make you stuck like if you can't never get one thing and you're all over the place that makes you stuck you stuck you think you're going somewhere like the little gerbil on the little wheel Mm -hmm. you're like running and running but you're really not going anywhere so you could be stuck and not even know you're stuck
0: that's good right yeah i'm just gonna
1: add um resources uh, reason I say resources because a lot of times um when I started when I first got in high school I think I was 21 after I had um dropped out of um college you know I was having keep on but I started a dietary but I also know that me having good relationships like with the managers and people there was always um the inside jobs first like Keith we got this job apply for it I didn't know how big that is when um with resources and connecting with other people. And it's sometimes when we're in a level where we can pull other people in, even when I remember um, when I was in Wayne State, um, the lady was like, we had to take a test or something. She told mom, I'm gonna take care of her. Didn't know this lady, didn't know the lady for, but I'm saying those those moments when you're able to pull someone up and just get a resource. A lot of times, especially inner city, we don't have resources as much as um, suburban areas as far as being able to get stuff for our children, ourselves. If I would have knew, me, I was still trying to figure myself myself out and still is. But at that moment, I was stuck because, you know, people wanted me to well, go do nursing, did a couple classes. This ain't me. And by me even working in a hospital, I said this is not something I want to do, but you get people in your ear say, well, it's a stable job, something you did and I, and I understand that. Uh, we don't have training for high school um, students. Remember, you know, they can um, shadow other people in different jobs. Like, there's not enough of that either, and it shouldn't just be at high school. This should be at middle school, starting to get, you know, kids acclimated to different things, and, and when you don't see those resources. In your inner city and in um, in some of the Detroit public schools, a lot of times you have to go through different organizations and you have to do a little extra as a mother to get your kids an extra activity that's gonna help pull those kids to another level. So, a lot of times, organization or the what, what, what's the word I'm trying to use? I'm um, having connections because even in when you're graduating from college, if you don't have connections, how do you move? You get stuck. It's like I'm, I'm in debt. I have what is education, but I don't have the connections to get me where I need to be. A lot of people, just like if you if you have you ever noticed people I talk to here, fraternities, they like this. They pull one person up. Hey, you lost your job. No, no, I got something in. Put your application up. I'll send it to one of my manager. Networking. Yeah. It's something that's important, but I think, like especially if you're not a people person like me, I was never. But it helps. It helps to put yourself out there. It helps to communicate and get to know other people because a lot of times you you do need a network. A lot of times you do need someone else to to pull your stuff through. It's 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 react. It's uh. It's like okay, mm, but just a, you have to get statistic wise of how many people that's graduated. Mm-hmm. Is not working in their field or finding her to even find a job or you have some who have these degrees and they end up just um, doing their own business because sometimes God will lead you to do something else that you thought was for you. So a lot of times it's all, all that kind of mixed in together as far as being stuck, and especially when you're a person that like I come from or you come from a family that's been like in a cycle. Where do I go from here? Who do I connect with? You know, you, you get that stigma already on you, born out the womb. And you you trying to break those those things. And I know for myself because for me, bless my grandma. I remember she said <laughs> she my mom gave her a hard time, and she thought I was gonna give my mom a hard time, but I end up graduating, you know, and going farther. By the last time those stigmas from your past generation, that's is in that too as well. Mm-hmm. So what about you? you got all of this, how do you clean all that? You you stuck, you just some some people just give up. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just
0: you're
3: right. Go ahead, India. I want, And to piggyback off of what uh, Kiki said, I think it's too about your community. Like you can have a community of one or two people, but those one or two people make a difference. I always think about my husband. I'm about to be telling all his business, but that's <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs>
3: my husband. When he was in high school, he went to Renaissance High School. He got kicked out because he didn't keep the grade point average and he ended up going to Mumford. By chance, he went to Mumford and got on the track team, and he had that one coach that pushed, 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 pushed him, and he was able to go to college. His parents go to college. Um, his older sister went to college. She was kind of all over the place, but his parents didn't go to college. He was able to go to college, and he went to a, um, HBCU. So he, and I used to be always saying, like, oh, what's the big deal about an HBCU? You know, it's not like the real world. I hate that I said that, but... He was just kind of like, but you don't understand. He was like, you go to different universities, but HBCUs teach you about yourself. And he said, more so, they have those resources of people who actually care about you that will help you push forward. You go to major universities, there's not a whole bunch of us. They don't really care. You just kind of fall through unless you like, you know, able to hook up with somebody. But the basic thing with, you know, his testimony was he had people that just kind of latched to him. Like, first person, only saved person in his family. First saved person in his family, him, he the baby. Like, and that just was by chance from somebody he went to high school with and they invited him to come to church. And that just kind of set Everything started like falling in line after that. We're actually all really good friends now The girl that invited him. But community is a major thing I, I think too because even, when you're stuck if you have that one person a couple people or a community that will call you on your stuff and be like hey did you ever notice that you always do such and such and such and such or you know when this happens you tend to do this or you tend to give up or you can't you do see a pattern it's all about community like we can't do stuff on our own because if we rely just on ourselves unless something unless most people hit like the rock of the rock bottom, you're not about to do anything. You're just going to keep going along because it's a pattern. It could be a generational curse. Like Kiki said, it's a pattern that you don't even, somebody kind of points it out and you're like, hmm, I never thought about that. Even if you don't change anything right then and there, you got that person that's always chiming in, might be irritating, but that person that's always chiming in until you finally be like, okay, I get it. I I get it.
1: I love that,
0: India. You were all in my head. I'm like, India. Y'all know I'm like a tigger. So I'm like, tag me in, coach. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, I love that because our community is so important. Resources are important. And sometimes Mm -hmm. you don't have the mindset to go after it yourself. So the people that are around you can really motivate you. I, for one love to motivate the ones that are around me if i i have and, and thank you jesus for giving me this ability to see gifts in people i see what you can do and i try to talk and and, and encourage you in those gifts even if you don't see it yet but i see what you're capable of and And i want to help you get there so it's so important to have people around you that'll motivate you and and be your cheerleader and also call you out on your stuff you know i'll do that too and and i'm praying also for tech because if you knew my mama you'll know what that's about but i'm still praying for that and he's still helping me (laughs) but i will keep it real and so i appreciate community i appreciate uh you guys keeping it real india hanifa uh, kiki y'all keep it real too we we do that with each other and i appreciate that it's important And you may know something I don't know. That's where community comes. I may be somewhere with you and I get introduced to this person. Oh, you do that? Oh, okay. Well, I don't know how to do that. I do this. Oh, I don't know how to do that. Well, let me help you with this and you help me with that. That's how it works. You know, and I just love that. Let's read this comment before um, I'm going to have Hanifa comment on it. Um, Can you all see that? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, resiliency there are people who are great starters, but are bad finishers or are bad at follow-through the minute They hit red tape. They give up instead the mindset has to be nothing is going to stop me If this door closes then I'm knocking on the next one or climbing through the window or coming through the back door So Hanifa, I want you to comment on that.
2: I Love that and I um I believe that's true. It's a lot of people who have really great starts really really great starts they're strong starts and um when they see an obstacle come the fear comes in and they're like dang another one bites the dust but then there's some other people who like i don't care I will, by any means necessary so i will say that with everything you got to have a balance because you gotta look at it both ways on one hand you can look at um you know i'm so resilient I'm never taking a no by any means necessary, but what if God really didn't want you to do that? And you just trying to, he maybe he's putting those obstacles there for you to go a different direction. Um, but then on the other, other side, you know, maybe he's trying to build something in you. I don't know. It could be both ways. So we gotta be, I feel like look at it both ways. Um, but no, it's, it's some people who just, that fear comes in and they get literally stuck. So, um, yeah it it, is and what i wanted to say i wrote it down real quick before i forget i wrote it down um how we were just talking about our community and how india you said it like um, when your husband went to his university like he just felt more so of a connection like a community a family because it was so many uh, people who were just invested in each other helping to pull one another up like we as a people. Need to develop our own community to help pull one another up, um, you know, as as women of God, as uh, just us. Period. We need to build that community, and we need to not just because what Kiki said was there's no resources, and it's, it's true. A lot of times there's there's not a lot of resources, but when there are resources, there's a lot of I find sometimes a lot of taking of the resources and never giving of the resources. And um, I say that to say there's so many times where somebody will come and say, Hanifa, can you help me do this? Can you help me write my resume? Can you help me do this? Can you help me do that? Can you help me find a job? Can you help me do this? And, I, and I'll give, 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 give but there's never anything in return. Can you help me help somebody else? You know, can I, can you give me some information to pass along to the next young man or young woman? Like there's always a take, take, take. So we have to be careful of that as well, because again, that's not building our community. That's just, well, I don't care. I'm gonna get my, whoever else can worry about theirs. And that's not what we need. We need to be cohesive as a family and as a people. So that's-
0: Amen. Thank you. It goes into a segue, segues into our next question. Um, I want to discuss, it's not a question, it's a comment. Let's discuss the mindset and a role it plays in this. And I'm going to start it off by something and share something that happened just uh, two days ago when my daughter and I were leaving the mall. We were in the car. We were talking um, about control and what we can control. And she said, uh, I said, you can control everything that uh, internally, what has to do with you. You can control. She said, "Mm uh-uh. I said, "Why do you say that?" She said, "People can't control their what they're thinking." I said, "Oh, yes, you can." She said, "How? Oh, you can't control your thoughts." I said, "You absolutely can control your thoughts, and even the word says you can." Um, in Second Corinthians, where it says, "Bringing every thought into captivity, and every thought to the obedience of Christ," to, you know, Christ. That's uh, I wrote the scripture down. Second Corinthians ten five, bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. There's the A part, but that's the B part. But I was telling her that internally our mind, our thoughts, we can control. Of course, our, our mind is on autopilot, right? But we have to be very intentional on what we think. If something comes in that's not supposed to be there, we have to pull it down. I remember listening to a, a Les Brown, the motivational speaker, and he was talking about weeds. He said our mind was like weeds. The weeds grow. They just grow. You know, They grow in the concrete. They grow everywhere. That's how bad thoughts are, negative thoughts. They just come up. You know, You have to be intentional about pulling them out. You know you have to be intentional about what you do you can do that you can control that you know but if you don't do anything you have weeds everywhere growing in your in your driveway all in your grass you know what i mean you have to be intentional and it's the same way with our thoughts so i was letting her know externally we can't control all the time what happens to us but we can control how we respond and it's the same with um being stuck and unstuck and even being around people um gaining resources. Some people, they're there, but they don't know how to go get them because their mindset is saying, it's not going to work for me. They're not going to give it to me. You know, you're automatically just defeated. You're, it's, it'll work for them. But if I go, they're going to do this. You know, you're speaking negative to yourself. So your mindset is important, you know, a positive self-talk. But yeah, I just wanted to share that as an intro to this because she was so uh, set on. Like, how do you do that? You can't control your thoughts. I'm like, you absolutely can I used to think that, but I know better now. So you do better when you know better, at least you're supposed to. <laughs> so let's talk about mindset. Anyone have a comment on that?
3: Um sometimes it can be hard. Like there are some people and I don't know if it's just the Well, sometimes it is just the person or maybe like their upbringing. There are people who are natural like positive people natural optimistic natural go-getters no doesn't bother them they're just like okay well I'll just go have everybody else like they're like that but then you have people who are pessimistic mm-hmm. and it could be because of the atmosphere that they were born into with the things that have gone around some people have way harder lives than other people um I I I don't know. I think a lot of that has to do maybe with God, because I do know there's people who've had a a lot of bad things happen to them. And not to say that they were never down. They still are naturally they go to the positive, like they will always go to the positive. And I think um, on top of uh, like your atmosphere setting, like your family, because your mindset can be generational curses, too. Honestly, it could be Mm -hmm. that um things that your parents dealt with or your aunts or something that dealt with um, but also too just off of kind of what Hanifa said in the last clip or the last question the way like society is like society like feeds you like different things and sometimes you don't even know you taking like half that stuff in I don't like like mind. Whole, yeah. yes like the whole self thing you gotta get yours it's about you Well, no, it's not just about me. Like, and that's a problem. And if your mind, like you said, if your mind is one way, your mind is very strong. So it's going to produce certain things and certain things are going to follow. I don't know if you know, it's like, if you think about a certain thing, Uh even if you don't even say it, you think about a certain thing, you start of every random things on TV or or a random person might say that. So yeah, yeah, mine is really, really, really powerful. But I think it's a lot based off of um, your atmosphere, what you've grown up and seen. Not to say that you can't control that because you definitely can. Some people might have to work a little harder than other people because it can be hard. It is hard. hard. It's definitely hard.
0: hard. Yeah. But you have to be intentional. I don't knock Mm -hmm. what anyone has gone through. I, for one, have gone through a whole lot, which I'm not about to list right now, but I'm just saying, I don't knock people's experiences because one thing that's for certain, one thing that's for certain, life happens to us all. Like, literally, there's no one that can say they wasn't stuck before. They didn't go through anything. They haven't experienced sickness or death or financial hardship. Um anything unhappiness divorce it happens to us all it's it's not that life doesn't happen it's what you decide to do you know based on that people i don't know anyone who's you may think i don't know anybody who's happy all the time i'm not even happy all the time happiness is circumstantial you know i just have joy it's not the same thing i have joy because god gave me joy he'll give you joy you can still go through we were, let me tell you, we were blessed to have a Christmas. How about that? My daughter just came upstairs, and that's real transparent, literally, before I started. And she was staring at the tree. She said, Ma, I didn't even know we was going to be able to have. we we, It's gifts under there. That's to the glory of God. Right. So I was still going through, still going through things now. Joy, joy is something God gives. Peace is what he gives life happens to all of us we have to learn to tap in to what to him and 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 get aligned with him because he'll give us peace that surpasses all understanding no it's not easy but it is doable and i'm saying it as a witness it's doable now your community does matter right because how do you know that if you're not around people who can help you even see that it does matter being in close proximity with those who believe and you know the truth and who are praying and who will pray for you and talk with you. You need safe people to, to, to confess to, you know what I mean? It's right. important. I'm not saying that it, it can't, you can, you know, things are gonna happen overnight, but I'm saying you do have to be intentional and take responsibility for your life. I am telling you that because you can say, oh, X happened, this happened, this happened, but guess what? Get some, get some counseling. Whether it's with your pastor, whether it's with a trainer, whether you need, I mean, a therapist, whether you need to go see a coach to help you reach some goals that you have set, whatever it is that's going on, but don't just stay. You know, if you see if things that we're saying tonight resonate with you and you know that you're stuck, ask yourself, what am I going to do? Because I know I'm here. So what am I willing to do to get there? Where do I even want to go? Because the word says that people perish for lack of, like uh, uh, how do it go? Without a vision, people perish if you don't know where you're going, you think life is meaningless. You think, what am I here for? I don't, you know, but there is a purpose for you. There's a purpose and a plan for your life and God put something in you. You do have a path, so do not give up. Do not give up even through hardships, but you do need to connect with people that will that will feed you truth and life and honesty and can show you God if you don't know him already. And if you do know him, if you are saved, get into a closer relationship with him. You may need to fast. You may need to put that flesh down a little bit just so you can open your mind some more to the reality of who he is. Because regardless of what we go through, he will pivot you sometimes. Someone said it earlier, you may be in a job. I think Kiki, you may get a job and go get a college degree just for the check. This is a good job just to get the money. Everybody being a nurse, you know, whatever the case may be. And God may pivot you and say, hey, let me get you on to your calling. I called you to do this. You know, I let you do that for a minute. You know, you got some life experiences. You learn some things. Now, let me. Anifa said earlier sometimes you just have to be bloom where you're planted. Sometimes you just need to get in touch with who you are. You may not need to do anything, but chill. <laughs> chill and learn your stuff. Stop moving. Jump, 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 jump. Sit down.
1: <laughs> Y'all, go ahead. Anybody could jump right. in. <laughs> no, I am just wanted to say, um, that brought up a good question because, you know, the Bible would say renew a right spirit and a right mind, right? There's a reason why we have to, because that's not, for me, casting old thoughts, I have to pray that prayer to even get the stuff on my mind. I mean, there's a reason he say every day our mind is a battle, a oh. battlefield. Let me tell you, because the devil will work extra hard to put some thoughts and have them your thoughts, are right, your thoughts, his thoughts. And sometimes so much going on, you can't even decipher which one is God. You get what I'm saying? So pray that prayer. Renew a right spirit and a right mind within me. Cast down those thoughts. I find for me, it works. It works to, to clear all the noise. To clear, hey, God loves me. S- speak those things um, to yourself. Because once the mind is gone... What else follows? That's it. I mean, like, what else? Like, it. your mind is very powerful. The way that, that God even designed it. Like, can't no man, no bitch, but God designed a mind, a conscience. You know, are we listening? But that's what I'm saying. Cast those thoughts down. You do have the internal control to to rebuke them, to cast them down. Lord, renew my mind. That has power. Renew my mind, Jesus. Renew it. Speak those things. Come to him humbly and sincerely and acknowledge that this not is not right up here. I I, I don't want to think like this. I don't want to feel like this. I don't want to keep going in life like this. Sometimes we have to come to him with an open heart, with sincerity, and just let him know help me. But you got to be willing to be open as well. So I just wanted thought, it because that kept coming up to me, renew a right spirit, renew a right mind within me, Father God. Speak though, the speak affirmations to yourself. Sometimes we need, I didn't even know that it works. It's not, I'm starting to use some of that stuff with my kids. Like, you know, you're smart. Like, you know, you don't, you, know, you, you speak, speak life, speak life. So they can know how to speak life with themselves when they're on their own and they're trying to get through. We have to learn. I don't remember, I didn't know the importance of speaking life until my kids until I got saved and that's the reality of some parents you know we're do as we were taught and how we were raised
2: but Kiki what you said was so powerful because what you just said was I didn't know the power of speaking life into my kids until I got saved and so the says, you know, uh, to put on the mind of Christ. So that's literally what happened because it was out of your mind. It was out of your conscience. It was out of your whole spectrum to even say those things. But as soon as you got saved, a switch happened, a change happened. You became different. You had a different mind. You had a different point of view. You had different thoughts and everything to where you were like, you know what? I am going to say something that I've normally been taught, never been told. So that's powerful in itself. And you know, it's just it's just so good, especially um, all, what, what it's just so much good stuff going on right now. It's just too much to contain. But <laughs> Tara, um, what you said about Les Brown saying that those bad thoughts were like weeds in your mind and you have to pull out those weeds you know when you said that it made me think of you know how the word says you know think on these things anything that's pure anything that's holy anything that's of good report anything that's just you know uh righteous anything that's good think on those things that's the fertilizer fertilizer so you put down fertilizer to grow a good crop to prevent weeds from coming to you know kill those weeds so that's why we're supposed to number one ask the Lord to renew our mind Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Uh, put on the mind of Christ constantly and number three constantly think on good things to prevent those weeds from coming, to prevent those bad those bad thoughts from coming. So um mindset is definitely, definitely, definitely important. And one more thing I want to say about mindset is um it kind of reminded me of what India said about uh selfishness. Everybody, because we were all born into sin, we all um have like need to just fulfill ourselves whether it's you know lustful thoughts or fight well you know gain of money i just want to be this or i just want to be admired i just want to be whatever we all have like that an incoherent human nature to just please ourselves it's always about ourselves and because it's always about ourselves we don't really care about other people even if you look at a kid when kids start talking and you start giving them stuff they'll say mine 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 because that's that's in them, they they were born to be selfish because everything is about them. But then you have to send them off to school and then they, or with mom and dad, they teach them at home how to share. Give me some, give your brother some, give your sister some, you know, you get a toy, they get a toy, you know, you have to teach people that. Mm -hmm. Well, unfortunately, people have passed that and became adults and they forgot about sharing and being selfless and, you know, all that and again, We have to breathe or remove that selfishness up out of us because it's unholy. It's not right. And even uh, people of God, you know, they can be some selfish people and they think they're not, but they can. So, again, we need to keep on putting on the mind of Christ. Jesus wasn't selfish. Um, Jesus gave. Jesus, you know, did all good things. And oh, thank you, Facebook user. I don't know who that was, but thank
1: y'all.
2: <laughs> um, so we need to constantly put on the mind of Christ, and um, it's a, it's an everyday battle. I do it. I do it every day, multiple times a day. I mean, I'm not perfect at all, you know. So don't just think I'm saying it like I'm not saying it to myself because I really am. But uh, it's very, very important.
0: Thank you for sharing that. Um. What you said, what Kiki said, um, there's a a viewer who said, I am training myself to think positively. I used to be really down on myself, but now I say that with God, I can do anything. I am learning to love myself. I give myself positive self-talk more often. And when Kiki was talking, I was thinking of this, in fact, it's one of my notes. And I was saying that you need to um, find images that motivate you, listen to uh, videos, read books, the right music, um, feed your your brain, you know, positivity, because what's in you will come out. You know, it's it's not what you what's that scripture? We always get blank. <laughs> we get in front of the. <laughs> Every time we get it from the camera it's a blank but it's not what yeah. um comes out of you that defiles you is what it's what you it's what goes no, no no it's opposite it's not what you put in you that defiles you is what comes out of you but mm-hmm. what comes yeah. out of you is it's the issues of the heart right so we're always supposed to guard our heart not not only guard your heart but guard your ear gates and your eye gates because that affects your heart what you're watching what you're listening to conversations you're involved in it will affect you none of us None of us are immune to this. I don't care. You can be the most saved person on the planet, not immune to this because you can't, where are you going? We're inundated. The TV, social media, our families, conversations are there and we, you know, you're going to get some stuff in you and we have to work at it and be intentional not to be selfish, be intentional to know the thin line between self-care because you still have to take care of yourself you know what i mean that's Mm -hmm. not being selfish to take care of yourself because if you don't yeah you won't be good for anyone else so you do have to take care of yourself but don't let it be just all about you because god isn't like that he's in the people business he care about you but guess what he's going to do with you use you to bless someone else and he's going to use someone else but you know what i mean and here you got something
3: Oh, I was just thinking mm-hmm. when Kiki was saying how she didn't understand she didn't realize the importance of speaking life into her kids until after she got saved. It made me think of that movie. You remember that movie? I can't remember what it was called Maid, oh. something like that, where the um the man or the maid will always tell yeah. the little girl, because she had been smart. around her since she was a baby, yeah. she would always tell her kind. Yeah. And yeah. Smart and important. And because she and it's funny, but you see how much of a difference that makes because, you know, she didn't get that from her mom. She didn't get anything from the black her girl, mom. From so, the, and she got from that the maid. from the black lady, yeah, the maid, because she loved her and she told her those things every day. Because I remember it was a scene, what happened? Did she get yeah. fired or the little girl yeah. got hurt or something like that? And she mm. ran to the maid and then run to the mom. And she was remembering that thing that what she was telling her, she was always saying, You was kind, <laughs> you was smart, yeah. I am important, and it does make a difference. And you know, sometimes, even as girl, you know, girl you you talking about business, way, right? all the time. Uh, what are
1: you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we got oh, yeah, the help,
3: help. Yeah, speaking yeah. life. Oh, the help. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, speaking life because I mean, I know everybody's big on like, because everybody's really big on like, um, mental health and everything right now because people are struggling like we all struggle with our mental health at one point like there's no getting around it whether you want to ignore it or not but I hear people saying like the affirmations and stuff like that like even in my own bathroom I have like little post-it like stickers like on my side of the mirror like my little cabinet of the mirror where all my stuff (laughs) is so when I pull it I see, like, four or five little post-its on there of, like, different, you know, scriptures, like the ones that are important to me that give me encouragement. Sure, like, yes. you know, he'll never leave me or forsake me or, yes. you know, things like that. So even if it isn't a day where I'm particularly feeling down, you still got to feed that self, feed that thing to you yourself when you're having good days, too. So it'll mm-hmm. naturally, like, come up in you that and that's I guess the big purpose of why you speak life into your kids you want to embed it in them so tough that when they get older it naturally comes out like that's the good that you want to come out
0: yeah yeah for sure so that's what we want to do we want to offer solutions and I think we've been doing that throughout the (laughs) broadcast we talk about being stuck but also how to get unstuck you know we've been saying it back and forth but um I have a few notes here um, and I wrote that i be in prayer. You know, we want to ask God, like Kiki said, to give us that type of mindset, renew our mind. And because um, we may lack motivation and mm-hmm. that can be a sign of depression. When you don't want to do anything, you're stuck and you're just like, I don't care. You know, I don't care what's going on. I don't feel like it. And I'm talking about saved people. We're, we're speaking, our demographic who mainly listens to this show and watches this show are saved women, women of faith. You know, we go through this rut because we expect God to just do everything. So if he didn't do it, it's like, you know, we can get stuck. But his ways and his thoughts are not ours. They're higher. And since he knows the end from the beginning, we have to trust him. You know, and I'll be the first to say it's not easy to trust him initially you know, just like with any relationship, as you get to know him, you will gain, you know, and learn to trust him. But how can you go wrong with the creator? He created you. He knows it all. He gave us a Bible, a book, the Bible, the book, but the the end and the beginning, all of it. You can't go wrong with stepping out and trusting him and walking in faith. Even when we go through pitfalls, knowing that he will help us get out, but at the and also knowing that, um. Oh, okay. I see the 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 uh, the comment. Also, knowing that, um, and the comment and took my thought. All right. Well, amen. <laughs> but but still, I was just trying to say uh, one of the ways to get unstuck is is um, asking God to make our mind over and also being intentional about what we feed our mind. And uh, as we said earlier, community. Anyone else? How do we get unstuck?
1: I just oh, um, Yeah. Okay. I just want to add baby steps. The power of baby steps, mm-hmm. or you can call them um, small goals. I like that. You know, doable goals. Wherever they are powerful, so don't mm-hmm. neglect it. Sometimes because we it's not big enough, but those small steps add up to the bigger picture. The Lord said He knows the plans for us. You mm-hmm. know, regardless of how things going or what situation. Yes, it's hard, but I've learned. In my walk right now, I'm walking, I don't know, you know, from a person, well, I'm going to share with you guys That's recently was laid off. I don't know the plans, but I know if I take these baby steps, there's power in those steps every day. So don't, what's the word I want you, don't like put it to the side like it's not worth it. Them baby steps Will add up to bigger steps, and you would, you would then begin to see God move because He's gonna direct that path. That path, as long as you keep taking those steps, He's gonna bless it. But you gotta be willing to 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 listen. And then I would say the type of um, friendships and relationships that you have, like me with the jewels, that's a bonus. That's something that God gave us all. And then another one is some, my best friend. She always speaks like there's never a negative. Anything that goes wrong is something positive. She's she's oh transparent. You're need, you need those people who's, who's gonna be real with you, and that's positive, a positive outlook on life. It does matter who's in your circle, believe it, it or does. not. It so when I be when I mean when I prayed before I got saved, and after I, I mean not before, but when I got saved, I started praying, you know, Lord, remove those people that's not, you know, for me. You know, he begins to move. Even in a situation I didn't understand, I was still trying to hold on to certain relationships that needed to be let go. But your relationship matters. So yeah. I just want to let you guys know that don't, how do I say it? The baby steps, yeah. the baby steps are small goals mm-hmm. in um, your, your your circle, your friendship, the people you have around you.
0: Yeah, it matters. Someone put, how do you eat an elephant? And, and, and little at a time, because that's a big old elephant. Yep, <laughs> little, little pieces at a time, because baby, elephant yeah. is huge. But it's possible, little at a time. I like that, Kiki. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. It can it can happen, you guys. Whether you're transitioning from a career, whether you are coming out of a divorce or separation, whether you are coming out of mourning, it's possible to move forward. It is. It is possible. Um, and we're here today to encourage you and let you know that it's possible does anyone have any particular questions related to getting back in the in workforce pick Hanifa's brain <laughs> you have any questions regarding um uh resume writing applying whatever anything work related Well, Tara, I
2: wanted to say something about about the whole, um, because I know we're talking about unstuck across the board, like we're talking about spiritually, we're talking Mm -hmm. about, but I just want to put like a a workforce or business spin on it. Okay. So, and I did write down a couple of things. So let's say for, since, you know, primarily we're talking to to women, let's say, um, you know, they're looking to get into a different job. Um, Or let's say, you know, they've been out of work for years because, you know, they had to raise the children, which is a job in itself. And they're looking to get back into the workforce. A lot of people don't know where to go because they're like, okay, they're going to see this huge gap on my resume or, you know, I don't have any skills. But skills are transferable. And a lot Mm -hmm. of people don't understand that or know what that means. So I put down a little example here. Um, Well, the first thing I want to talk about is if you don't have a skill and you can't go to college because it costs you know too much for you or you don't have the time or anything like that, you can purchase a book on the subject. So for an example, Excel. If you want to get a job uh, inputting data on an Excel spreadsheet you have no idea about Excel, go on Amazon and buy you a $10 book on Excel and study. And go on YouTube. And YouTube is an excellent resource for learning things. Um, and just look at a video on how to do Excel. Open up your computer and study in your book. Use a YouTube video. Learn that skill. Um, if you, you can also do something called, it's called um, a skills class that's online. And um, U, Udemy, what's the name of that, Tara? Is it Udemy? U- U-demy. M E No, no. U-D-E-M-Y U-D-E-M-Y dot com I believe mm-hmm. and they offer so many different skills and classes on skills and the, the classes are super duper inexpensive I mean if you want to learn another language if yeah. you want to uh, learn how to do computer programming whatever you can think of if you want to mm-hmm. learn how to cook do art mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. you can go on there um, purchase a class I'm talking as low as like eleven ninety nine, absolutely, to learn something so that's another thing you could do also, you want to sit down and write your weaknesses as well as your strengths. And that's across the board. Because, and you want to be real. You know what, I'm a good person, I'm funny, I'm kind, I'm, I'm smart, I could do whatever. You want to be real with yourself because you are the only person engaging this. And um, it doesn't matter what the skills are because again, they're transferable. So uh, an example I have is, let's say, you know, you haven't been in work in three years and uh, you love cooking and cleaning. So if you love folding laundry, cooking cleaning, you are um, the queen of your kitchen. You purchase ingredients to make a fantastic meal. You read the recipe. Uh, You have everything stacked out nice nice and neat and ready to go. You execute it. The meal is delicious. The family loves it. What you're telling me uh, from an HR background is that you uh, love spearheading and leading projects. Uh, you love to plan and prepare, and you love to see things into implementation and execution. Everything is a word. I love that. Um, uh, a, a buzzword in the career field. So, pretty much, you just like to keep a clean house. But what I said, it aligns with that, but it also aligns with other things. So, talk to somebody who um, has that that career background that you want to get in and pick their brain ask them what can i put on my resume if i just you know did this and and you'll be surprised to to know like you are way more than what you think you are and um you know it's gonna really blow your mind it's gonna really really blow your mind um one more thing let's see what else you want to have someone give you a mock interview And that's going to be really really important as well and they can just grab random uh questions off of the internet if they want to but when they're giving you this mock interview you want to get your cell phone and you want to record the interview because you will be surprised how you sound uh if you're nervous uh if you speak too quickly if you say um 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 a lot I know sometimes I do, or like, yeah, like, I know sometimes I do. And what I had to do was um, get a phone, record myself, and I was like, oh, my God, I say um, too much. I sound crazy. But that is going to allow you to hear what you sound like and practice and study your delivery. And it's also going to allow you to understand uh, tone, inflection, um, and it's gonna help you anticipate what the interviewer is gonna ask you. So that's all I want to say for right now. I got more if y'all need it.
3: Hanifa, that was really good. Um, I was saying my husband's a recruiter. And that's the one thing I hear him talk about all the time—the mock interview. He always tells people, "Okay, let's practice your interview. Let's practice your interview, cause." And people always be like, "I don't know how to interview," cause I used to be saying it too he was like you'd be surprised how you sound and sometimes he's like sometimes you want to just know how to like form your ideas so they make sense and so you're just not weird like he's like sometimes we do weird stuff and we don't even know we're doing the weird stuff and it just looks weird so that was really good Hanifah, that was thank really good. you That was really good <laughs> So I'm going to um, say my last final kind of comments because I'm going to have to get off soon because I got to pick my daughter up. But um I guess my takeaway or something like that is to find your community, even if it's just one or two people, find somebody, okay? Somebody that will be honest with you, call you on your stuff, like... And then to be somebody else's community. This is about like trying to help other people. We need to extend ourselves and be somebody else's community. It's, it can't always be about you. Or even when you get strong enough to maybe, you know, you feel like you built up enough, make sure you like pass that. What it called? call Pay it forward, pay it forward to somebody yes. else. As many people as you can. Um, and also I would say, uh, and long alongside with uh, how Kiki was saying baby steps, just make sure you do something. Just do something. How you get unstuck is that you just do something, even if it's just like I'm gonna get. You know, I'm gonna get up. You know, you see people that are like maybe in the hospital. They've had surgery. They're trying to get better from surgery they don't just jump out the bed and start running and doing laughs around the room. No, they don't do that. Baby step. Okay. Every morning I'm gonna make sure I get up. We gonna, you know, wash me up. We gonna change these sheets. They start like little baby steps and then the baby steps turn into the bigger steps. But you have to do something. And also my dad used to always say, um, you know, your life is what you make it. You have control of your life. And I remember thinking, don't even understand what he's saying. Not you have control over everything that happens to you in your life, but you have control over how you respond. You have control over the decisions you make. If you know if you know that you have an issue and you need to get therapy, it's your responsibility to go and get that therapy. It's your responsibility to reach out to somebody. It's your responsibility to try to work, to try to educate yourself even more. Life is what you make it. You definitely can't control basically almost nothing that happens like life is just life but you can control how you react i remember i read a quote, cro- quote in like this is the sixth grade my teacher had it up in the room and i still remember it to this day and it said like something like not life is 90 percent. no life is 10 what happens to you but 90 how you react and your reaction is how you control everything so once you get control over your mind and even People who you know are more seasoned, it's still a fight. Like, doesn't mean like no negative thought will ever enter in your mind. No, the point is that you just be you're you get quicker in pulling down those thoughts. You have your bounce back is faster. Things are gonna happen, but you want to bounce back faster if you possibly can. So that's my takeaway. I'm gonna stop talking.
0: <laughs> that's good stuff. Thank you, Thank India. Yeah. <laughs> We'll see you on the next show. India joins us every other week, if you guys haven't noticed. So we'll see her on the other show after the other show.
3: (laughs) Have an amazing and Merry Christmas, everybody! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas!
0: All right, guys, let's keep this conversation going. That was really, really awesome. That was really awesome. It's important for us to know that we have purpose. Yep, it's important for us to know that we have purpose and not just um, focus on the bad parts or the bad things that are happening to us, because we're still um, we're not all bad. (laughs) You know what I mean? We're not we're not our failures. We're not our failures. And sometimes we forget that. So community is important. Discipline is important. Um, It's so many things. It's so many things that come into play when you're thinking about being stuck mentally, because when you're stuck here, it affects everything else. Mm
1: -hmm. You know,
0: you can't move and then you can get stuck in a woe is me. And you are really not going to do anything. You can be stuck. Even if it's not woe is me, you can be stuck. Like, well, what am I doing next? It's like when I, um, you remember you got, you guys remember when I got diagnosed with breast cancer and when the Lord told me to close my salon, I didn't know what was next. I was really excited that I finally had my own salon and it was thriving. Like, I'm like, why would I close my salon? I have so many clients. I'm about to go to school to be an instructor. Things are great. Why in the world would I do that? I can go back after treatment. He didn't make me, but he told me, you know, Mm -hmm. I have something better for you. You know, you close the salon. You're not going back to the salon that was hard it was hard here because i identified myself for so long as a hairstylist i didn't know who i was after that what do i do right now what do i do so sometimes when we switch careers or we try to go out and do your own business or you you know you pivot and it's like when he pivots you or you allow him to in obedience it can be confusing for you because you've identified yourself with the with something with someone it could be a relationship you identified yourself there and when it ends you don't know what to do you identified yourself with that job and it's over so now what you identified yourself you know with your kids daddy or with uh, being a supervisor over here and, and and you don't have it anymore what do you do and and that's the danger of us identifying with people yeah. you know letting them yeah. be our source because they will always let us down you know we have to know who we are at our core level and also who god is and be in sync with him when you get there oh baby that's a game changer when you get there when you get in sync with him different things will happen pieces may move a lot can occur even within your own home but you're good because when you know you know what i'm saying when you know i'm good with you lord i trust you completely whatever you do whatever you do i know you got me so that's a game changer. But yeah, I was, I was there. Yeah. I was
2: there. I want to piggyback off of what you just said, okay. um, because I, I don't know if a lot of people know, but Tara and I met in hair school and, um, you know, it's amazing because when I met <laughs> literally <laughs> our very first day, I'm going on mute, so I'm going to be like, laughing. We became friends. Very first day. Like I sat down, I made a joke, we were just friends. so. You know, I thought I was gonna just be a full time hairstylist forever. Tara's goal was to be a platform hair artist traveling to Atlanta, LA, and around the world, giving classes, and just you know, being a multi millionaire, just doing professional celebrity hair from day one. That's what we thought. Now, fast four years later, she's not a hairstylist, and neither am I. She's an author, she's a publisher, she's a visionary, she's a a founder of an organization i'm off in the human resources field doing training and learning and development so and this topic is on unstuck so i just want to give everybody hope just because you think you're gonna do something and you just invested in it and you can't believe it didn't work out that doesn't mean god is just gonna allow you to fall and he forgot about you and oh you missed your call and that's it like you can do multiple things and and be used in multiple ways to the glory mm-hmm. of god so don't just give up and say oh it didn't work out i had to close the salon tar didn't do that i didn't give up and say oh, oops i had to end up getting a job because the clients trickled off in the summertime when they was getting breaks. <laughs> i didn't you know i could have i could have been and you know what was me it's so many things that have happened in all of our lives that you wouldn't even believe
3: Mm -hmm.
2: if we told y'all just by looking at where we are now. So it's, we all have been stuck. We all Mm -hmm. have been stuck. And just like Tara said, that could have been a a moment where she was like literally stuck. Like she had a, a, a illness that was very scary and she had to stop doing something that brought in finances that she loved. That's three major things against her, but still she, Turned to God and said, "All right, God, I'm gonna do what you say." And if she didn't do that, we wouldn't be on air right now,
0: <laughs> and everything else he got in store. Bloop! And my friend, I hear the voice. <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah, let's um. Real quick, I wanna I wanted to uh, bring attention to this comment here or question. How do you identify yourself? We have to be careful with that. I get the first question. I don't get the comment. When you say we have to be careful with that please expound i will in fact tell you how i identify myself which gives me um great pleasure because i am a daughter of the most high god and it brings me such amazing joy um i am a daughter i am saved i have a renewed mind i'm a new creation the old is passed away that's how i identify myself like I am not who I thought I was when I identified with everything that I did. But first and foremost, I identify myself as the daughter of the Most High God. That's who I identify myself as. And from there, it gives me privileges because he's the king. <laughs> so the daughter of a king in the kingdom, you have privileges. So I'm very excited about that. Um, but yeah, so if you can expound on that, when you say we have to be careful, what do you mean? Because he said that if we receive him, he gives us the right to become his children. So I like to know what you mean when you say be careful about that. Um, Be careful if you're identifying with the world. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, it's found. Yeah, let me know, babe. Because I'm like, what? 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 Absolutely. I agree. We do have to be careful when we attach ourselves to people or careers. Absolutely. Because they change. People leave you. Yes. Because you can get divorced and be really confused. Like, what do I do next? can think you're in a relationship forever and it's like okay now i identify with this what are people going to say what now my finances jacked up what's happening with my children you know that's one instance and then you have career as another instance but yeah okay thank you for breaking that down for me because i'm like hmm what you trying to say (laughs) um y'all know me listen i can't be nobody but me everybody else calm down down. calm down (laughs) (laughs) See, she always she she be like Tyra Tyra Tyra. <laughs> oh, we balance each other. We balance each other out. Kiki too. Look at Kiki so kind. Come on Kiki. Before we wrap it up, we are gonna wrap it up on time today, y'all.
1: Yeah, we about to wrap it up right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll, I'll probably be asking the questions. Are you just want well? We share. were talking about
0: identity. You can share, but I I really love what they said because it's so true. We find out. I think that's the um i don't want to say foundation nucleus Hanifa, give me the right word but we identify ourselves so much with what we do we have no idea who we are so when i'm coaching somebody laughing at me <laughs> when i'm coaching people the first thing in my uh coach you clear with the c is core who are you at your core not what do you do when you ask somebody who are they be like I am a supervisor at ATT.
1: I didn't ask you what you did.
0: <laughs> but you know, at your core, you know who you are like this. So I know I know that I am an executor. I know that I'm a finisher and i know that it does irritate me when people don't do what they're supposed to do at my core that's who i am i know that about me i know that sometimes i have to check my pride you know because when you know a lot of things or god shows you things you got to be like eh, 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 bring it on down babe bring it on down you know so i get humble quick you know i know this about me i know how i um i know i'm a ticker i know i'm quick i know i got a lot of energy i know that i don't need no nothing to get me high even though I used to back in the day, but I don't need because I'm, I'm already, I'm half life. I know that about me. So if you somebody who come and you know me and we cool, you be like, oh, I know Tyra Hype, you know, la la la. You gotta be uh, be comfortable with who you are too for us to be able to relate to each other. Otherwise I may put you off or I may be put off by you. So I, I know Hanifa is like, she calm and cool. She look conservative, you know, I know that already. And she know how I am. We know how to relate to each other. So you have to be comfortable at your core to know who you are. I know that it's like, dang, if you're not doing that, I'm going to get irritated. So I have to say, man, that's not who they are. They may not value that. I value finishing. I value execution. I value, oh, you said you're going to do that. Oh, let's do it then. I value that. Somebody else may value procrastination. I oh, don't have to do that right now. I'll do that tomorrow. Think about what you value. So I talk to people that at your core, who are you not what you do because it'll really help you uh, relate to not only yourself be more authentic with you but with other people you'll be able to see oh they do that you don't even have to be mad though that's you don't good. even have to be mad at them it's like that's oh okay that's how they move but this is how i move i don't have to pull you over to how i move you just have to respect that this is how i move i respect how you move we'll meet somewhere or we won't deal with each other at all that's okay yeah. too. That's We're okay too, to change people. Don't. but I'm not gonna, yeah, yeah. But if I know me, oh, I'm good with me. That's why I can, I'm good with me. I'm so good. If you good with you, we can kick it. I can talk like, oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like knowing who you are at mm-hmm. your core, not what you do, sit there and try to reflect on that. Who am I? Pray about it, Lord, who am I? And then become aware of how you deal with people. When you get irritated, like if I get irritated, I'll be like, why did I get irritated? Why did I respond that way? Now I got to now I gotta reflect. Now I got to get deep and be honest. That's why I always push authenticity because you have to be authentic with yourself. It ain't about telling everybody your business. It's about being authentic with you. Sometimes we don't even want to be We don't want to answer that question. Well, why you get mad? I ain't get mad. But you didn't get mad. Why did you get mad? Why didn't you do X, Y, and Z? why didn't somebody else? Oh, So now, now you're putting it on someone else. There's zero responsibility. It, it's so many things, so many places I can go with this, but that's what I do. That's how I help people. I, I am a transparency coach. I help people get clear on who they really are and where they're trying to go and be authentic with themselves so they can have better relationships, live a better life because it matters. It matters to walk and be comfortable in who you are, comfortable in your skin. It, it really does. You look at the world totally different. I promise you, I promise you, you know. So, yeah, I don't know if I went off subject or not, but
1: <laughs> you get, I'm saying, yeah, okay. I'm saying, I'm yes, saying okay. get deep, get deep.
2: You didn't. Get deep. That, that's the same thing I was saying about your strength and, and your strengths and weaknesses and identifying that and being real, because it's the same exact thing. Just, you know, who are you like? Yeah. Literally, if you write on a piece of paper, who are you by yourself and really think about it, mm-hmm. it's the same thing as strengths and weaknesses because that is it's such a heavy question, but it's so simple. And that's the problem with the mindset too. A lot of people don't know who they are. They may say they want thing, but they really don't believe it because they don't know who they are. They don't know. Mm-hmm. And it's okay if you don't, mm-hmm. if you acknowledge that and you want to know who you are. But if you think you're good, like I'm, I'm woke, I'm good, I know who I am, and you really not. Mm-hmm. That's dangerous. So it's dangerous. dangerous.
0: So damn, and it's a process. Listen, I may say yeah, 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 yeah. but I know to this point, but I st- I'm still in a process, and absolutely, I can help you, whoever you are. I don't know who said that, but talk with me. Send me a message and we can talk, but it's a process. Like Kiki said, I think it was last week. Give yourself some grace. We will mm-hmm. talk so we can get to the core because you need some clarity. You need clarity. That's the best thing you can have is have some clarity of, of thought, of direction, of purpose. How in the world can you go anywhere if you're not clear here? If people telling you who you are, you need to you tell them who you are what's your value who are you because at that point your relationships your relationships will change Best believe me some people will back up and then you're gonna you're gonna see a shift you're gonna have more authentic relationships where you can kick it and be yourself seriously you may be with someone a boyfriend girlfriend whoever the case may be but if you're in that and you're having that self-discovery it may put you know it may be some friction I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm already. I'm. A, I'm in a coaching session right now. <laughs> I need to yep. bring it back because I'm. I'm getting ahead of myself. But yeah, just get into that core, that core level of who you are, and at that point, oh, it changes the game, baby. You'll have a better career. You can get out and really focus on what you're supposed to be out here doing. Seriously, but yeah, okay.
1: Let's I love that. I love that. I love that. I just want to say we are getting close to wrapping up. With oh. that being said. Hanifa, um, if you want to put um, a way that people can get in contact with you or who have questions, even if you have questions for Hanifa, please um, put it in the text below in the comments. Even for Tower, for coaching, having a coaching session, um, please put it in the comments so they can see. They're here to help you. We are um, one body in Christ. We're here to uplift and go higher together. Uh, I'm going to say a little bit after I say what I have to say, we're going to go into takeaways, um, takeaway we'll start with, um, me, Hanifa, and the, um, uh, tower's going to end it out and the Hanifa is going to close it out with prayer. Okay, ladies. And i um, just, whoever's watching. So don't be, um, oh. don't be afraid. Cause I know a lot of times, you know, you don't want to put yourself out here. Like, you know. I want to speak. I've been like that before, but if something is is putting on you to connect with one of these ladies, please do. Please do. If he's if God moving on you connect, please do um connect with them. Um I just want to say right now, you're looking. Um I identify as somebody um that was saved from the world, you know, and um I'm happy that God waited for me um in my life. I have been through a lot. And I'm still going through it, but you wouldn't know it. But um, I have allowed God to, I'm in a situation now to allow God to move in my life because now I'm given full control. Because before that, I was working and, and my identity was with my job that I was with for over 12 years. So when that's taken away from you, you have no choice but to leave it in God's hands and allow him to um, move you and shift you to where he wants to be. So when you're in the mirror, look at yourself. God, what do you see? Who am I? I know God has put perseverance in me. I'm a fighter. I don't give up. Even even in my situation, you, if you look at my life and things I've been, they'd be like, "Man, you kept going." Even though my body might be tired, but my my mind, my spirit, and I'm thankful for the Holy Ghost. Because it fights on my behalf. So I just want to say, just let God move you. Open yourself up. Lord, who do you say I am? Who will you call me to be? Be sincere. Be sincere about that. I know. I I know it's hard. It's it's hard because I'm be honest. My identity was in my job, but now I am fully in his hands because he's going to let go my path. He's going to maneuver me and take people and open doors and close doors for me. But now I have to trust him. Do I trust him? This is me trusting him. Me been doing this show. Me still going and doing the things that he needs to me, me to do. Sometimes we, we have to keep, I have my kids looking at me. How do I show him? How do I show them faith? So I want you guys to think about that. And if you don't know, it's, it's, it's okay. Just talk to him. Pray about it. God, what you want me to do? What's your path for me? Remove, let him, let, he, he will answer and he will move. And sometimes it's not when you want it to, but it's always on time. But the thing is not giving up, go through. So, and I'm going through, we're going to go through together. I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. So that is my takeaway. We're going to go through, go through. And after
0: this, I love it.
1: we're going to be better, just better. We here, we're here for each other. You know, you know, there's no I don't walk in shame anymore. I don't work in none of that. I don't walk in what someone thinks of me. Only thing I care about is what my father thinks of me. And you can take it. Who I say was next? Hanifa retire Because I forgot. <laughs> I, love I love it. His I love yeah. it.
0: Hallelujah.
2: Girl, you better say that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Um, my takeaway for tonight is, um, it it is just so much. It was, it was just wonderful being with y'all. Um, but my takeaway is we all get stuck at one point or another, and we probably going to get stuck again if we're not stuck right now. Uh, however, the key is to acknowledge, Hey, I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. I don't know what to say. I'm demotivated or whatever. And we need to pray and ask God to, what are our steps? Um, The word says in all that ways, acknowledge him and he will direct that path. That's for real. For real, for real, he'll do that. Uh, Even up to, hey, Lord, what should I put on for today? If you want him to tell you, he will tell you, he will direct your path, seriously. So, um, you know, acknowledge that you're stuck if you are stuck. Pray and he will open up doors and send people your way, even if it's just one person. Because that one person can know one person, can know one person, can know ten other people. You never know. You never know what divine connections God can come up with or already has in store for you. Um and when those doors open up, don't be afraid to walk through them. Even if you don't know what's on the other side, if it's God ordained everything is going to be okay everything is going to be okay and one more thing that i want to say is um even your mistakes god can turn them and make them prosperous uh in 2007 uh, or 2006 i graduated from uh undergrad then 2007 i got a good job in my early 20s and i made a dumb decision and a rational decision went out of town, uh, bought a new car, leased a new apartment, and got a new job. All within a month's time, okay? And in that month, I didn't like the job, I hated it. And I moved, it was in North Carolina. I moved all the way back from North Carolina to Michigan, and that was just in one month. So I bought a new car, that's credit. Leased a new apartment, that's credit. Lost my job because I couldn't go back. That's messed up work history. So that was a terrible mistake. But even though i made that mistake through the years, God changed that mistake around and he allowed me to prosper. And uh, he allowed me to gain insight, to gain wisdom, to gain compassion, to gain experience and to gain so many things to help somebody not to make those bonehead decisions that I made. So um, it's help out here um, if you guys want to contact me uh, to discuss anything regarding um, learning, uh, development, interview skills, resumes, anything to deal with uh, the woman in the workforce, you can email me at arise, the number two, learning at gmail.com. So that's A R I S E, the number two, learning, l-e-a-r-n-i-n-g at gmail.com. All right. It was a pleasure, y'all.
0: Okay. I put um, Hanifa's email on the screen, arise to learning at gmail.com. So take note of that. And if you want to get in touch with me, um, you can DM me right now if you're on Facebook or you can email me at writer, taratucker at gmail.com. Um, but you, you literally can DM me. That's okay. And then I'll, we'll, I'll follow up with you from there. Or leave a comment in uh, going higher, just giving me your um, contact information or, or whatnot. Um, my takeaway, I, I've said it, I believe. <laughs> I believe I've said it, but um, I will reiterate that time and chance happen to us all. It happens to us all. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: There is nowhere you can go that no one has not been afflicted. Just like this year, we're all suffering together. You know, we share this human experience and I never want you to think that you are alone. What I do want you to know is that there is a purpose and a plan. And I also know that there is a reason that you go in circles. There's a reason that you you keep encountering the same situations and you have not been able to move past them. Now, that's something that's a little deeper um, as far as mindset and uh, you know self awareness goes. But you can move past stuck. So I just want to encourage you that it is possible for you to move past stuck. And I want you to make some declarations to yourself that you will move past stuck. You know, I will get past this. Trouble does not last always. Joy does come in the morning. And I'm often, I'm fond of saying we don't know which morning it is, but we can trust that joy will come. So make some positive declarations and seek Mm -hmm. help, seek counsel, seek a community, uh, seek a coach, you know, a therapist, whatever you need to get you to that next level and never leave God out of it because he tells us not to lean on our own understanding, but in all of our ways to acknowledge him. And then he will set our path straight. But guess how God works? He works through people. He works through people. So trying to have an isolated relationship in your bedroom and you're not dealing with anyone or in your home, it's not going to work. So I encourage you to reach out so that you can get the help you need and you can get to that next level that you need to go to. And that is And I believe that um, Hanifa will close us out in prayer. And before you do that, because this time when she closes us out in prayer, I'm just going to end the broadcast so we can just leave in the presence of the Lord. Um, So I just want you guys to have a Merry Christmas. Thank you for tuning in. If you have any questions, never hesitate to reach out with questions or comments. I check them. Um, These ladies can be tagged. They're in the group also. Reach out. Reach out, share your testimonies, share your comments. If you have a testimony, if something happens um, from the information that you received here, share it with us. We love testimonies. And join us again um, next Wednesday. We're going to be discussing a lot miscarriages, wanting to have a baby. We're going to be discussing. We're going to have Andrea Renee on. She wrote the book, You Are Favor. And she's going to share her story and it's so profound. So I encourage you to join us next week, same time, same place. And thank you for watching. Merry Christmas. Enjoy your family. Please choose joy, choose happiness, choose to forgive and know that it will not always be this way. Everything happens in shifts and seasons. Seriously. That's why I don't trip about money because it comes and goes. I've had tons of it. Seriously. Seriously. Nice. And, then, and then i had little of it. it it comes and goes and then it'll come again and 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 trouble comes and goes you won't stay in that place it seems like it when you're in it it seems like oh my god it's pretty like you're pressed in this cube and it's coming close. it's gonna pass it is <laughs> it is i'm so serious um but i love you guys i do with my whole heart i do And um, I wish you nothing but the best. I'll see you next week. And please stay and pray with us. We bless you. We love you. And I'm going to turn it over to Hanifa.
2: Awesome. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you for this time of gathering, Lord. We thank you for uh, just having your presence rest and rule and abide with us, Lord God. And you said where two or three are gathered, you are in the midst. So I just thank you for being in the midst. I thank you for allowing us to have uh, the means to be able to talk freely and openly about who you are, Lord God, and how you are the problem solver. Lord God. You are the resolution. You are everything that we need, Lord God. So we ask that whatever was said on today, um, let it be edifying, number one. Let you get all the glory, Lord God, and let lives be changed, Lord God, including our own, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Whatever resources that we may have, let us freely give them, Lord God, to someone else so that they can, uh, build themselves up and help build somebody else up, Lord God. Show us the areas in our lives where we are stuck and and teach us how to get unstuck, Lord God. Bring people in our path, bring people in our lives, Lord God, that will help pull us out, that will um, call us out and make us accountable, Lord God, for our own actions, Lord God. Give us uh, that self-accountability that we need, Lord God, to stop and, and want to change, Lord God. Don't let us be complacent, Lord God. Don't let us be complacent, Lord God. If you are calling us higher, Lord God, show us how to get there, Lord God. And we will forever praise you. We will forever uh, worship you. And we thank you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs>